The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples, he went on to teach and proclaim his message in the surrounding cities and towns. Speaking to the crowds about John the Baptist, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John came, and if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah who is to come. Let anyone with ears listen. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we celebrate the optional memorial of St. Juan Diego. On this date, back in 1531, Our Lady appeared to Juan Diego at Tepeyac near Mexico City. It's a great time to celebrate because the Church is trying to initiate the new evangelization. And here is a prime example of how it works. Our Blessed Lady told Juan that a church should be built on the very place where she appeared to him. And on another visit, she sent Juan Diego to gather flowers to present them to the bishop. And when he did so, the flowers collected in his cloak fell away and revealed what had been imprinted on his tilma, which was an image of Our Lady. This is preserved now in the Basilica of Our Lady of Guadalupe in Mexico City, and millions come every year to experience this great event because when this happened, there was great need for evangelization. And in the seven years that followed this great miracle, many millions of indigenous in that region in Mexico were converted and baptized into Christ and in his church. And now, of course, that has spread throughout the whole world. But here's an example of how Our Lady used a layperson who was very humble. He was a widower. He preferred really to be left alone, but Our Lady insisted, and he was the agent of this massive conversion, a simple layperson. Relate this to our readings today in the first reading from Isaiah chapter 41. This was another aspect of evangelization because at that time, the people of God, the Israelites, were in captivity in Babylon. They had suffered tremendous defeat. Nebuchadnezzar came in and crushed their temple and deported them all in captivity, and they were despondent. They didn't know whether God was even with them any longer. But this is what he says through the prophet. Thus says the Lord, I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, do not fear, I will help you. I am your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Redeemer here means a kinsman redeemer who buys back a person who has sold himself as a result of massive debts. So here we have the Lord speaking to the people who were despondent. 
And indeed, they would be rescued a few years later by King Cyrus, who conquered Babylon, and they were allowed to return and rebuild the temple in Jerusalem. What's amazing about this first reading, however, is that the Lord goes on to say God's people are not just to be passive, fearful. Rather, he says, now I will make of you a threshing sledge, sharp, new, and having teeth. And you shall thresh the mountains and crush them, and you shall make the hills like chaff. In other words, they are to take the initiative in evangelization. And indeed, there were people at that time and in the centuries following that were active. For example, Daniel, he lived during the captivity, and yet because of his faith in God and his tremendous prayer life, he was raised up by Nebuchadnezzar himself into a high position in government and was a great influence for good, even in that time. And he was a simple young person, but he believed. He was active. We have other examples like Queen Esther, who was a Jew who was raised up by King Xerxes of Persia at a time of great conflict, and she had a tremendous influence. She saved her entire people from destruction by the wicked Haman. And then we have Judith, who was the one who conquered this tremendous army that was seeking to destroy Israel itself. So we're called to be those agents of evangelization. Each one of us, we all have unique charisms, but God is asking us to be active in evangelization at this time, because this is a time of great challenge, as you know, and people are afraid. People would prefer just to be left alone, perhaps to be hiding and protecting themselves, but we're called to go out and proclaim the good news by our words and our actions. In the Gospel, Jesus says something very tremendous. He speaks about John the Baptist. He says, Truly I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. He is Elijah who is to come. And indeed, John the Baptist had a great influence in his day. He prepared the way for the Lord by his preaching and his life. Then Jesus says, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. So again, this call to be active in our faith. Now, we're not called to be physically violent, but in our prayer, in our faith, in our act of charity, to take the initiative in that sense and to be evangelizers. That's our call at this time. And the Blessed Virgin Mary is praying for us, Saint Juan Diego is praying for us, and the whole court of heavenly saints and angels are with us. So it's a great challenge in this time of Advent as we are journeying toward the birth of our Savior to take the message and the events that we're celebrating today where 8 million indigenous were baptized as a result of one single humble layperson who was open and received a vision from Our Lady. We have the Holy Spirit living in our souls through our baptism. Let us be active in our faith at this time and build up our family of parishes, build up all those who are suffering and are afraid, bring them into the kingdom of God.